Setting the scene. Oh, God. Here we go. Setting the scene. You walk in. You see Billy's toilet. It's covered in pubes and poop. <laughs> you're angry. You're angry. And you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip him a new one. But you're like, wait. I'm going to respect his view of not nagging. So how can I say it in a way that's going to get into his brain where he doesn't take it negatively, but he actually thinks about how I feel about it? You ready? So you're going to walk over to him. And you're going to slap the fuck out of him in the face, but clean your shit out of the toilet. That's domestic violence. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I wouldn't recommend listening to John at all. (laughs) And And welcome welcome back to to Give It To Me Straight. straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we're your gracious, gracious, gracious gracious hosts. Did you go one, two, three, boom. That camera like can't see you, so it doesn't even matter. Oh, (laughs) I never knew that. Oh, you don't look at that one ever? I do, but I never knew that one didn't get me, which it makes sense. No, yeah, it's on me. Whatever. So today's podcast is sponsored by ZocDoc. Woo! Are you tired of feeling like a lost puppy when it comes to finding a good doctor? Well, have no fear because ZocDoc is here to help. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. It's like having a personal assistant for all your medical needs without having to pay the big bucks. So why waste your time sifting through endless lists of doctors online when you can let ZocDoc do the work for you? Just go to ZocDoc.com slash straight and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, so you can get the care you need when you need it. So don't let doctor visits stress you out anymore. Let ZocDoc take the reins and help you find the perfect doctor for your needs. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash straight. ZocDoc dot com slash straight. Trust me, your health will thank you. You kind of look like a doctor, John. Thank you. But you're not. So uh, go to ZocDoc. (laughs) Do I look like a doctor? No. So go to ZocDoc. (laughs) All Hell. right, what's All right. up? I feel like we both look like we're ready to go. Like, you wine knew tasting. I was wearing white, though. Why are you matching me? I just always wear basic colors. I don't know. I just like that's what I went to first in my closet. You saw that I was dressing nice today. You probably, like, you know what? I'm gonna dress nice. You probably did inspire me. Like, I just, I didn't subconsciously. Yeah, I didn't like mean to copy you, but I was like, what should I wear? It's cute, you know. It's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, how's it going what are you what are you doing what am i doing i don't know i'm the same thing you're doing every day we uh <laughs> we did some cool stuff the past couple days so we rented out a peer space which is basically an airbnb company for work like hourly rates yeah. yeah so if like you see a cool space and like you don't want to spend the night there but you want to you know do a shoot there or work remotely out of there or you know film a video you could rent a place for a certain amount of hours and it wasn't that bad but you know well so give some context so like john and i were in the very beginning stages of trying to like pitch a show and you need as much shit as possible like it's it's one of the longest things that like you'll ever probably do um so you're in it for the long game but one of the things that you need is, you know, some proof of concept. Like a teaser. A teaser or, you know, we're not in the stages of filming the first pilot yet, but what are we good at? Making videos. We were like, 
cool, we have the gear. Making Let's rent hype this. videos. This is like a hype video to me. Yeah, it's, kind of. I loved it. So I don't know like when we'll be able to share it, but. I know we want to share it to the public, but I don't know if we're, you know, that's I, not like the first thing we're going to do. We don't know like what the rules are. Like, right. is that like frowned upon? I don't, I don't know. Care. We do what we want, but we're going to, we we're going to share it. We're going to like show a couple people first and see what they say. People don't, the, the entertainment industry shouldn't sleep on wedding filmmakers. We, we Seriously. have a leg up. You know, we already know how to tell a story. Mm -hmm. So to be able to do that, if you can act, if you can and like open yourself up to that. The thing about like filming weddings is you have to work so quickly because the action is only happening once. So when you have the luxury of filming and being able to, you know, capture something again, because when you're doing something that's scripted, it's obviously not live. Right. I just feel like we're very efficient because of the industry that we came from. So an example of what she's talking about is like you, the first look at a wedding or your first kiss, your first dance, whatever, like you don't get, we don't get a redo of that. So we've gotten very efficient at shooting stuff one time. Right. Yeah. But, um, I'm proud of us, you know, for just two of us shooting and acting and doing all that. And we did it all in one day. I mean, that's pretty four hours. Amazing. But yeah. we'll see. So I do have something else that I want to share what happened this weekend. Um, it's funny because the previous episode, we talked about our experience with like bugs and lizards and whatnot and John's fear of snakes. And so my friend Sean and I, who's another content creator, Broken Pig Leg, he's hilarious. We're on a hike and we're going up this hike. It's beautiful. It's a nice warm day. And then we turn back around to go down like this path that John and I had found that like is what, what would you call it? It's like, like a bike path. So it's very narrow, but, it, but, but it, it's a shortcut to this main it's trail. A shortcut, yeah. Because like the parking is so terrible, like at this certain hike. So we park somewhere else, take this like bike path. So we're just walking around and obviously Sean and I don't shut the fuck up. We're talking the whole time, not paying attention. I step down into this bike path and I hear and a rattlesnake is three inches from my ankle. Sean and I, I think it happened in slow motion. He was behind me and saw it like it, it looked like a giant pile of shit. That's how coiled up this thing was. It was no, probably no, like thank you. a personal pan pizza. That's how big it was. So we just scream at the top of our lungs and sprint down the hill for a solid minute. Your like awareness <laughs> level of like what's around you. It's just so horrible. John, I Because I can see you two just chirping like, murr, we murr, murr, murr. hence just, why I didn't go. I was like, there's no way I want to be part of this. I won't even be talking. It was just you two just chatting away. But I'm so glad though that I didn't bring Kobe. I know. Because Kobe, he's a curious little boy. He would have sniffed the shit out of that and gotten attacked for I sure. Know. Yeah, that, that could have been really bad. So like, and so anyway, remember how last episode we were talking about, like, we don't even know what's poisonous, what we would do. I was like, what would actually happen? Let's just say if like this uh, rattlesnake yeah. bit me. So I Googled it. I think I would have survived as long as I got medical attention within like the first hour. Um, so out of like 7,000 rattlesnake bites a year, generally only five people die and on the, average. And they said something like it was those people with like low immune systems or, or like kids. not healthy or whatever. Yeah. So, but I think it also depends on how big the rattlesnake is because sometimes when they bite, they actually don't shoot yeah, venom. Yeah, 30% of bites actually are not venomous, they're just like a bite. So, who knows? But I would have relied on Again, Sean take to save this my with life. a grain of salt. We're just, it was from looking it up on the internet. We don't know 100% <laughs> if it's right or not. Google search. I feel like we have to give disclaimers every time. Yeah, of course. People are like, oh, you're spreading false information. Yeah, but we don't know. That but. makes me never want to go on a hike again. 
add that to the fear list. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that you weren't there. That you would have shat your pants. Oh, that would have been it for me. Like Sean and I were laughing after the fear. <laughs> the thing is, I would have known. I just like my no, you wouldn't have. level of awareness, Rami. My survival John, you didn't skills. Even think my survival skills are like I'm, I'm always zero. in tune with a what's zero. going on. What are you talking about? You, you would not be able to survive a zombie apocalypse yeah, for more than twenty four hours. Mm -hmm. I would. No, you wouldn't. You would survival get, of the fittest. You would die within within three seconds because you would run again towards danger and you'd get got. I would have kicked the snake. Exactly. Like you think I would have been in that situation to, to begin with because I would be you, in tune with the we, with nature. We you took, guys are so loud that you probably John, didn't. I bet you he gave you warning John, rattles like multiple <laughs> times. And you're just like we took that path. You and I. With Kobe and you not once were concerned about a snake on that same exact path. You were like, let's crouch down and take some photos with Kobe right in the grass where the fucking snake was. Alex, I'm just really good at like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make you be in fear. You know, like I was. The only was. reason why I like feel safe with you is because like us together creates one, one strong person. <laughs> That's it. I but think if I'm could, down. If I was getting attacked, I feel like we could take one person. The two of us, we're like the same. Yeah, size. I don't think I don't know if we could take two people. No, but one person, I think we could take them. Do you? What's like the biggest person that you think that we could take? Like a Batista, Kevin Hart. <laughs> what about like The Rock? Batista, that guy would destroy us. <laughs> the Rock destroys. Why are you picking like the biggest people? Because it's still two v one. That's what I'm trying to think. Like. Who okay? And in what situation more would we ever fight someone? <laughs> Have you ever been in a fight? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I uh, like what's win record? So I'm like two and two, two <gasps> and one. You've <laughs> two, two. you've gotten that many fights? High school and stupid shit like that. Oh. Yeah, I'm not saying I win all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so anything else? What else happened this week? I, I just feel like the week, the every day, like. So, I can't believe we're already on episode 11. I know. That's like that's a, cray -cray. a lot of episodes it's a already. Lot of episodes. It's a lot of time talking with each other. But we did get to hang out at our own house this weekend, which was nice. Yes. Yeah. Because we never do that. Because we skipped Coachelli. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. I wonder if everyone had a really good time or not. You know, I don't think like. In our age range. Like, I didn't have FOMO looking at like any of the pictures of like the people who I know who went, but like, I do feel like it's one of those things that maybe we just have to do like at some point. And I feel like the older that we get though, are we going to like want to like maybe next year? I just feel like this year was so rushed. We weren't prepared. Right. Well, it know. still would have been cool to go even that Celsius event because Sean White was there. It'd been cool if we could meet him or like true, some true. other people, but yeah. I'd like to take a tally or like a poll of the 30 year olds, the 30 year old range that went to Coachella. Like how See, do they do Coachella? How did they rank their fun and how did they survive? Yeah. Like where are you staying? What is your experience like to make it more comfortable? Right. You know, but anyway, should we jump into our questions? Let's dive in. I also do want to say thank you to our listener who suggested timing our quick cues. We can't do it. I just, but I think we're around the stressful. four minute mark. Yeah. I think like on average, but it's just too much. It's too much to do. Also, guys, like, subscribe, review, rate. Yes, we share with your friends. It. We love it. We tell love everyone. You. Yes. Okay. Anyways, enough of that. Anyways, enough. <laughs> enough of that. Thank you for the reviews. Let's get into it. Quickie number one, John. 
If the opportunity presented itself, would you buy slash build a house next to either of your parents? <laughs> um, no, no, because we've already done this. Our I love my parents, but we were like what four miles down the road. I think you and I have both also stayed with our parents for extended amounts of time that we're just like, we're good. We know what the <laughs> the perfect distance away from family is. So we've lived with our family. We've lived like three miles from our family and we lived in different states. And now we live across the country from our family. Right. I think, like we said, somewhere where you're like an hour and a half to two hours yeah. away is like the perfect amount of distance because... You don't feel obligated to do stuff during the week and then you can come see them for like a long weekend or... Right. Like if family were to move to the West Coast or if we were to go back to the East Coast, I think like an hour and a half is the perfect amount. Right. Because it's not like when you travel, like when we go back to the East Coast, it's like we're not just going to go for a day. We're there for now like a week and it's just extended amounts of time. That's when you get sick of people, you know, and I never want to get sick of It's not just family, it's anyone. It's anyone. That's yeah. what I mean. Like you just... I think anyone in doses is just like the What do you ideal. get too? I don't know if I'm becoming more like recluse, recluse. 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 Re Ooh, recluse. There you recluse. Okay. recluse. Recluse. Like a recluse. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I like my own space, whatever. And like, I can go out when I want to go out and see people when I want to see them. Yeah. I mean, I, unless like a medical condition like required you to be close to your family, like to help. If you oh, were that's primer, different. If they like, need me, yeah, I'm there. Next door. But ideally, no. I, but, would, I would not. But to the other, other part of his question, which, well, not his question, but building or buying, I would love to build a house. Right. But the, that's not the question. It's would you, would you build it next door? I'm, I'm just saying. John, that's like a completely. It would be nice to build a would house, Would you though. like to buy a house? Yeah. No, I'd rather would you like build, to build one. A I'm just saying. Would you rather. That has nothing to do with would, the now, question. Now I gotta, would you rather no, buy a house? No, we're moving on. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, what? Would you rather build a house or buy a house? I mean, of course, build a house. You can make everything custom. As long as I had a house that I was already living in. All right. Build a house or buy a house, but building a house is 500 square feet less. 500 square? That's nothing. Sure. 1,000 square feet less. Well, how big is the house in total? I don't care about square footage. Like You should. No, as long as it's like big enough. You know what I mean? So the house that you're going to buy is 2,000 square feet. The house you're going to build is 1,000 square feet. That now. <laughs> 2,500 square John, feet for that. Listen, this is so stupid. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> My question is related to your previous business. How did you get started in the wedding film industry? I'm a new photographer trying to get weddings in my portfolio, but none of my friends are getting married now. Any advice? I mean, we gave a lot. I didn't say, did you do a lot of shit for free in the beginning? Or oh, really, yeah. 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 That, it sucks, but like how you have to start is doing stuff like that. I wouldn't that. even say Promoting. you necessarily have to do it for free, but do it for like an insane discount. When you're building your portfolio for like, I think anything in business, especially like as an artist, you do have to do the freebies and reach out. Maybe if you find someone on social media, um, even do a styled shoot. I think just like reaching out, putting yourself out there, join maybe um, Craigslist or... What's your thoughts on like paying to be part of like a not a membership or some sort of service where they'll get your name out there in the beginning. I just don't think it's worth paying for anything in the beginning when like you're not even making money yet. Like there's no reason for you to go and spend money. W work within your means. There's so much free market marketing out there. Join a Facebook group of brides or like other filmmakers or photographers in your area. I just think, again, you 
Just you're right. There's a lot of marketing ball. tools that are free. Because if you already have the, if you if you feel like your experience is there to where you're like comfortable now making a business out of it, I mean, the marketing is going to be the, the thing is part. too, I would reach out to other photographers and be like, can I second shoot or third shoot the wedding? You can learn from experienced photographers and then ask them for permission to use, you know, your own images that you shot and like for your portfolio just depends. You just have to do a lot of like outreach, but there's ways to do it. I just, I was in the age that all my friends were getting married. My brother was getting married. So I did my brothers for free. I did my friends for free. And then I did my next friends for 500 and then my next friends for a thousand and then my next friends for 2000. Like I just kept building from there, but it's annoying as fuck, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. My husband has a tattoo of his marriage date to his ex-wife. I want him to cover it up, but he says he doesn't want to because it reminds him that it's something he doesn't want to go back to. Am I wrong to be bothered that he won't remove it? God, why didn't he lie? White lie. Why didn't he white lie and just say like it's a, a date of like one of his best friend's kids being born That's or even something. worse. No, like you would want to know what it is. Like, and what if he told her on like Alex, date if one? if we ever get divorced, I'm going to say these coordinates are just to like a place that I, I love visiting. That way you don't have to cover up your whole arm. <laughs> yeah, Imagine. I'm not covering up my whole fucking arm. Dude, I never want to go through this again. This was so painful. No, I think his reasoning is what's weird to me. Right, yeah, I agree with that. Because also like... I don't know. I think that depending on where it is, like covering up art can be beautiful. Like you can make something even better. So if I were you, I would gift him something like you don't fucking need a reminder on your arm of something that you don't want to go back to. That's weird. The reasoning was really weird. If he like literally came up with anything else, it would probably be better. But now as the wife, I would be kind of like questioning. I'm like, that doesn't make, that's just a weird response. Right. Like, do you, need other reminders of why not to go back, like of things in your life, like bad habits. Right, right. That's weird. I wouldn't tell anyone to cover something up though. Like, does she have any tattoos? Does she know how painful it is like to get a tattoo? I, I don't mean, know. The thing is, right. Like it's already there. But I, I, I don't could, think it's right for her telling her, him to cover it up. His response was dumb, but I think you guys should work around. I don't it. know. I think I would be a little annoyed if like you had a girl's name tattooed on you, like of an ex, because it serves as a reminder of that still. And it's like, don't you want to move on? Like they're married. It's not like they're just dating. I'm going to say something. Don't get offended, but his body, his choice too. you telling him to do something to his body. That's not fair. Okay, I'm saying he should want to cover no, it up. No, go back to it's her that wants him to do something to his body. I just think that's not cool either. You're allowed to be bothered. I would be bothered. Yes, you're allowed to be bothered. I agree. And his response was stupid. I agree. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is you being like, yeah, get, get my date tattooed on you. <laughs> I would just like <laughs> surprise him if he likes tattoos with like maybe a gift card to his favorite artist and just be like, we're going to make it a date and get that shit covered up. No, that's I would not, do that. I, I don't agree. But okay. Agree well, we can agree to disagree. So we're agreeing though that she's right to feel yeah, the way she feels. Yeah, you're allowed to be annoyed. I think there's, you got to figure out a different way of getting past it though. I don't know. That's what I think. And you think she he should get it tattooed over. I mean, you already have tattoos. Like why not just get it? Because also where is it? Like are other people, I don't know. I just feel like, get rid of it. Is there any other... Anything else you could think of as like an alternate to that? What? Just like accept it, you mean? <laughs> he either tattoos over it, you 
or you accept it, or maybe you compromise and he gets your your all's date tattooed on him. There's those right. three. Is there anything else that doesn't involve like him having to re re ink his body? He no. already did it. Like, uh, I just feel like it's, and how big is it? You know, I think that right. has to do with it too. I just wanted to give her some sort of advice instead of us just not agreeing. But okay, cool. You have three options that, that we could think of. Big of a deal to cover it up. You don't have a tattoo, so you don't know. Cause I don't, I don't want one. So, but like, he already made the decision to get tatted. You know what I mean? Like, you already did it. And now you chose someone else. I don't, I just feel like I, if you had like Jessica tattooed on your forearm, <laughs> fucking Jessica. It's also Jennifer was the chick's no, name. No, in our skit that we did, it was Jessica. I, think, I thought it was Jennifer. No. Oh, we're talking about a skit, not somebody I <laughs> yeah, dated. Yeah, not John's. This is a hypothetical person. Um, but if you had Jessica tattooed on your arm, I would probably want you to cover it up. I don't want to look at it every day. I don't give a shit what you think. I'm with you. I'll put one of those like Allen Iverson compression sleeves on. So you never have to see it. If I had like something on my tits of, or like anywhere on my body of my ex, like how would you feel? Like I don't have any tattoos. Imagine the one tattoo right, that I It had. doesn't matter how I feel though. It's your body. I'm not going to like, even if it upsets me, I'm going to have to get over it. I'm not going to tell you to re-ink your body. Whatever. But anyways, I, I guess. next question. <laughs> John, in your opinion, what was the best and worst Call of Duty? Also, <laughs> when did you start playing? Worst Call of Duty. Uh, Are I, you kidding? I, uh, I hated Vanguard. The best one, Modern Warfare. <laughs> that was the best one. I, when did I start playing? When I just start playing Call of Duty in general, probably in college. I don't know. I don't even remember when it was 2009 or something. Halo's better. That's all I'll say. That's all I can contribute to this conversation. Halo's all right. Okay, next question. My wife and I have been married for 15 years. We tend to only talk about work, our multiple children, or things that we have to do. After repeated attempts to verbalize that I wish we could talk about other things, it keeps happening. It has caused problems before. We are finally in a growth phase as individuals with both of us being in therapy and having gone through hard topics together. It feels like there is nothing to spice it up. Help. That's interesting because, I mean, what we talk about 90% of the time is work. Is work. <laughs> yeah. But but our work is our passion too. So like... I wouldn't be too hard on yourself though. Like <clears throat> when you've been together for that long, there's like always the people who you like, you could see out at dates and you're like, is this their first date or have they been together for like way too long that they have nothing to talk about? But I just think too, if you want things to spice it up, go out and do things and, and like bring your kids if you can. I just think that like having experiences and creating memories will help you have things to talk about. I agree. Definitely. Hang out with other people. Because if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, yeah. there is nothing to talk about. Exactly. I will say this though. I mean, we have so many questions. So many people send us stuff and a lot of them are very similar. And it's just like for the billions of people on this earth. We all have the same problems. We all have the same problems or it, or they're not even a problem. You might think it's a problem, mm. but like we're all in the same boat, right? which is what I find interesting. So like you said, don't be too hard on yourself. We're all in this rat race of life. So the more that I'm like meeting people too and just like hearing people talk, I'm like, we're all pretty much the same. We're all the fucking same. My dad always said like, there's only so many personalities. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So like, as you get older, you'll, you'll see a personality in someone. You're like, Oh my God, it's like, just like my friend Bill or whatever, mm. you know? 
Maybe. I don't know. I can't really think of, I feel like we're all unique in that regard, but when it comes down to like general things, like communicating with your partner, that's why I feel like I just, we're a lot more similar than right. Like the comments that we get all the time from people on our videos are like, are you watching us? Are you in my house watching us? Because everyone has the same problems. Everyone experiences the same thing. So don't feel like that. This is just you. Most couples, when you've been together this long and sometimes you're just tired and like, when you're with someone for so long, that's the best to feel comfortable just sitting and not having to talk about things. But I think if you want to spice it up, do more things. Yeah, definitely experiences for sure. My question. You both have talked about me time and being friends with the opposite sex. My boyfriend and I work in industries dominated by the opposite sex. He works at he works at a school and is trying to go into occupational therapy while I work in construction. We've had trust issues in the past, not from cheating, but from him lying or hiding things from me. What are both of your thoughts on one guy going out to party, drinking with a bunch of girls and deliberately not inviting his girlfriend? He tells me it's part of his me time, but I just don't trust drunk people. And it's hard to think that he likes spending time with girls that are not his girlfriend. Please ease my anxiety. No, I don't think that's okay. I would have to agree. Yeah, I just think that there's no reason why you can't be invited to these things. The fact that you already have trust issues and that he was lying in the past, I mean, why? I don't mean to not ease your anxiety, though. I know, we're doing the opposite, but (laughs) it just makes no sense. This guy's somebody who's attention-seeking. You're attention-seeking is what you're doing. Why would you not invite your girlfriend to do... Me time... I get to be with friends, but, but if me you're going time, out drinking and it's all girls. And like, but me time, I don't think should be spent with the opposite sex in that environment. Like if it's again, a, a, a friend who, you know, personally that he has been friends with whatever, like, but I feel like this is not a good situation. Like, or I guess environment again, like people drinking, opposite sex, it's like a recipe for disaster. But trust has to be a huge factor in that. And the fact that you've already had issues, that's where it's a problem here. Like, again, what the fuck? Why? I hate like saying that because, you know, everyone's threshold of what's acceptable, what isn't is different. But it's just like... I mean, I would be pissed. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. But you'd be cool with me going out with my friends drinking, guys. Or if there was a mixture. But if it's all one... I mean, again, it just... If you are the only guy going out and partying, like, what's your intention there? Like, and why can't I come? How long have they been together? I like how I have to base off that, like, that fucking matters, but. Doesn't say. I don't know. We're also married. And so if I meet anyone, it's new. That's not okay. Yeah. Again, are these girls he grew up with? No, it seems like just people who are in occupational therapy. Right. But I mean, how would I you, was single. I, I was only hanging out with girls. Mostly. How would you address this, though? Like, just, like, make it a boundary? Or, you know, what, what should she do in this situation? I mean, it depends. Like, how serious are they? Do they live together? Is he in school? He's, he's trying to get into school. I'm, like, trying to, like, be in this guy's side at all. But it's kind of... Like you say that you work in construction. Are you outgoing and getting all the guys? hammered with, yeah, the guys in construction? True. Like If you're doing the same thing, then you can't really say anything. But Or maybe paint that picture for him and say, how would you feel if I was doing this? You know, I think right. you just have to like put it in a perspective that he might understand. But if this again is a boundary for you that you don't want him to cross, you're just going to have to cross that bridge when 
you know, you get there and decide if it's really worth the stress that it's going to give you and the anxiety. I'm going to tell you this right now, though. If you're going to, if he's going into OT school, it's at least, I don't remember, like two and a half or three year program. And so like, this won't be the first time. Like this will happen because you get close to your cohort. But I don't care. Like it's a, it's a female dominated field. You worked as an occupational therapist for years when we were together, but you never went out deliberately to party. Like you could work in the opposite sex dominated that's field. Work. That's work. And that's fine. It's work. I'm saying like, if you were going out and partying still with your coworkers after I'd be like, absolutely not. Or I'd be like, can I come? <laughs> I'm saying schools. All I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, he's going to be in a program for three years, which is mostly dominated by women. You get close to your cohort. So whether he's hanging out afterwards, he's still going to be hanging out with them during the school year. Cause you're going to be doing that nonstop. So you guys either have to have this conversation or you have to get used to it because this isn't going to be the first time is what I'm saying. But again, school is different than partying and getting drunk with your Which classmates. is probably going to happen afterwards. What I'm, I'm just trying to prepare you for the next three years if he gets into the program. So you need to look at yourself like, is this a battle you want to constantly be having? Because that's probably what's right. going to happen. So you say something now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> next question. My best friend and his wife have been having a hard time getting pregnant for the past three years. They are really sweet people, but extremely irresponsible with money, and it seems like life choices altogether. They both have college degrees that they aren't using, and they even rely on roommates to pay their bills. I've kept my thoughts on how they function to myself, obviously, until they made a GoFundMe for IVF. They specifically asked if me and my spouse would donate. I feel strongly that A, adoption should be your first option if you're unable to have kids and you're not in a great place financially, and B, we are in our early 30s. How can you be okay asking for money when they live their lives in constant chaos because they make immature decisions constantly? I know if we don't contribute, they will be resentful, but I'm not willing to act like this is okay. I realize how they live their life isn't my business until you ask me for money. How do I tell them I can't support this decision without losing their friendship? Sincerely, grow up and be responsible. I don't think that you need to explain why you can't give them money because it's just going to make your relationship worse. Either way, they're going to be resentful because you're not giving them money. Also, I was just, mm. yeah, I think so. If you're just like, no, I can't afford I it. I just can't believe the audacity to... Of, uh, and I think that this is a thing. This isn't the first time that I've heard of people outsourcing or crowdfunding to to pay for their fertility issues. And I can't imagine what it's like to have fertility issues and like, you know, the pain that it must that you must feel emotionally by not being able to conceive. But then to ask people to help you pay for it because you can't afford it. Like to me, that just is a bunch of red flags. Like it's it's fucking expensive, I'm sure, to go through rounds of IV, IVF. But if that's not get something your that, own fucking lives together first, you can't you can't even afford your own bills. You're asking your roommates to help pay for stuff. Like get your shit together. And you're like, you know what's gonna help out and not make my life stressful? Having a kid. Like, what are you doing? I just, I but okay. So but the question is. I know if we don't contribute, they will be resentful, but right. I'm not willing to act like this is okay. So, and I, I agree. Their life don't give them a, money. Don't give so, them money, but they're going to be resentful either way is what I was saying. Whether you tell them the reasons why, or if you're just like, honestly, I cannot like, just don't make it worse. Just be like, I can't give you money right now. 
Because why are you gonna? And what? I, why? Coming I'm, from you, this is shocking because I feel like you'd be like, tell them to go fuck off and pay for their own thing. Because I'm willing <laughs> to John, drop turned, the bomb. Have you turned a new leaf? No, no, I'm willing because I don't care. But like, I'm looking outside of myself. Like, I'm willing to be toxic in that moment. But I feel like other people are good people. <laughs> So like, if you don't want to ruin that relationship, because it's just going to make it worse if you give your explanation of why you're not going to give them money. So just say like, no, I can't give you money right now because- And that's enough of an answer in itself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, You cannot control what people do in their lives. And we have the same stuff going on in our lives where people drive us cr crazy that we know but that no are one doing is stuff. asking us for money though. Like people make dumb financial decisions. That, or choices in general. We to watch from afar and be like, I don't know why they're doing that, but like, it's not, it's not affecting us. And again, to his point, he's saying until they ask you for money. So what would you do? Let's say like someone asked you for money. You didn't let me finish what I was saying though. I'm, what I'm saying is like, it still drives us crazy watching people we know do these things like where it affects us. And we had to learn to like, we can't control what other people do. And I know it affects her because it's her friend and probably drives her crazy. And it's like, you can't control it's, it. It's Try a guy. To get over it. It's his or friend, a guy. That's what I'm saying. I, that in the situation, what would I would do? I would say, why would I give you money when I don't think you should have a kid because you fucking can't even afford your own bills? Why would I give you money to have a kid and bring a kid into a world where you guys are like not financially stable? But I, so you're, but but that's what you, John. That's would what I say. would say. I would take the dig because I'm toxic like that. <laughs> you're that but for them, I'm like, be the bigger person. Right. What I would do is totally different. I, like, there has to be, and maybe, uh, like, again, I. this is not the first time I've heard about people doing this, which is just bonkers to me, like that. And again, I guess good for you if you have, like, no shame to ask people to help fund things that, like, you can't. Because there is such a difference between people who actually have medical emergencies or need the money to do something, like, I know adoption is expensive as well, but like, is that not an option? Is foster care is like waiting until you can afford it? Like if you can't afford IVF, like then that's just not an option for you. Like, it's not like someone who got in a terrible car wreck and they're, they have a GoFundMe because this was a tragedy that happened. Like you can't compare these things. And so I just feel like you can't feel bad. And if you want to be mature, just say no and no is a sentence, period. What I wouldn't say though, is your view on like, if, what you they can't, do if you can't have kids and you should adopt because everyone's opinion on that is different. Unlike some people want to have their own kids. Some people want to adopt kids like that kind of view, I think crosses a line a little bit. So I wouldn't, you know, talk about that. Uh, essentially don't talk about anything relating to don't their... fucking say anything. <laughs> yeah. I think like all you have to say is no. Is there anyone, I mean, besides the people who are actually starting these GoFundMes for themselves, is there anyone who thinks that this is a good idea? That they're like, oh my God, people are going to want to help us. Probably their parents. If they're the way that they are, they probably learned it they're from their environment. I just like... people. Are, Unless like, people are, are we... People are fucking rude. Clueless. No, I we're not know. rude. We're, you know, adults and don't make stupid fucking decisions. Anyway, that's a, that's so annoying. See, look, question. it's like it's eating at me right now. And you don't even know these people. I know. It's just like, why are you so dumb? Why do you do stuff? Why do you 
why do you do stuff yeah. and then involve other people in your mess because you because you fucked up right because you were not you did not make smart financial choices now it's other people's burdens to help you oh through that and before we continue you guys we just want to let you know again that this episode is sponsored by ZocDoc are you tired of feeling like a lost puppy when it comes to finding a good doctor well have no fear because ZocDoc is here to help. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. It's like having a personal assistant for all your medical needs without having to pay the big bucks. So why waste your time sifting through endless lists of doctors online when you could let ZocDoc do the work for you? Just go to ZocDoc.com straight and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find, book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, so you could get the care that you need when you need it. So don't let doctor's visits stress you out anymore. Let ZocDoc take the reins and help you find the perfect doctor for your needs. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash straight, ZocDoc.com slash straight. Trust me, your health will thank you. ZocDoc.com. And we also want to thank Bright Sellers for sponsoring this episode. Hey, wine lovers, are you tired of wasting time and money on bottles of wine that just don't cut it? We'll say hello to the personalization of your dreams with our wine subscription service. After taking a quick seven-question quiz, Bright Sellers will match you with wine from all over the world that are curated to your unique taste palette. It's like having your own personal wine sommelier right in your living room. Did I say that right? Sommelier. 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 But that's not all. They've got variety and convenience covered too. With 12 different plan options to choose from, you could get over 100 varieties sourced from 80 plus wine regions delivered right to your doorstep. No more aimlessly wandering the wine aisle or lugging heavy bottles home, which is like the most annoying part. Usually I pick based off of the labels, but it's nice to have people just like- Hell yeah. Send it to you. But wait, there's more. There's each, more. Each box comes with wine education cards for each bottle that outline tasting notes, suggested pairings, best serving temps, and origins. You'll impress your friends and family with your newfound wine knowledge, and your taste buds will thank you too. And if you're not still convinced, let their over 600,000 five-star reviews speak for themselves. Bright Sellers guarantees satisfaction with every bottle. If you don't like it, they'll replace it. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for their wine subscription service today and let them take your wine game to the next level. Cheers. Cheers. Bright Sellers, baby. And back to our questions. Okay, next question. This might be TMI, but you guys seem pretty comfortable talking about your sex life. What gave it away? <laughs> I started taking birth control when I met my husband because as he says... He likes to go to Goosh Town, aka finish inside. What? Of me. I've never heard that. <laughs> Goosh. I would like to go oh, off of the Is it pill. Gush? Gush Town? Uh, it's spelled G O O S H. So Goosh. I think that's Goosh. Okay. Um, I would like to go off the pill, but we don't think we want to have kids, so I'm nervous about stopping. You have mentioned in previous episodes that you're not taking birth control and are stressed about being pregnant. Do you just spray and pray, pull out? Spray and pray. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Spray and pray. Is spray and pray like you're right. spraying inside and then oh, praying maybe. that it doesn't happen? It's like pull and pray. Pull and pray. Yeah. Spray and pray. That sounds terrible. That's scary. That's real Russian roulette. <laughs> we should play Russian roulette, Tom. No. <laughs> um, what I'm going to say with that is... <laughs> I'm not done. You don't even have to finish the question. No, no, no I'm not done. 
track your ovulation. Like, is this what I do? I don't want to have to worry about getting pregnant and my husband doesn't want to wear condoms. So we are considering having him get a vasectomy. He is supportive of me no longer taking birth control to feel like my best self and says he's okay pulling out or getting a vasectomy. For context, we met in 2018, got married in 2022. We were both the same age as Alex with a house and great careers. So it's not like we couldn't handle having a baby. It's just not the path we want to be on right now. Well, I wouldn't get a vasectomy unless you want to go back in and reverse that if you want to have kids down the road. I mean, you could reverse it. Yeah, I know. Who wants who wants to do that twice? It's better, I mean, in my opinion, again, to each their own. If you're on birth control pills, it's fine. Like, I would rather that than, like, be on hormones fucking no, no, for, no. with you for years. No, I'm not saying that about the woman at all. Like, if anyone needs to do anything, it's the guy wearing the condom. It's, like, the least invasive thing you could possibly right. do. So, like... I'm not saying you're, I like that he was open to vasectomy and all right. that. So I'm not going to like dog well, the guy. It's up to him if he wants to reverse getting a vasectomy or not. I know. Okay. So <laughs> it's not on the woman anymore at this point because <laughs> the poll and pray thing, I wouldn't do that if she's going to go off birth control. John, that's what we do. Yeah, but they don't want kids. We're just like, if it happens, it happens. Whatever. She's literally kind of saying the same thing. Uh, I don't think so. They said, she don't said want kids. he's willing to get a vasectomy. They're, then she said it's not like we couldn't handle having a baby. It's just not the path we want to be on. So she's right. kind of like, you know, we would, you know. That's not what I got from that. It okay. was, I don't want to have a baby right now. And the guy's willing to get a get his nuts clipped. Okay, okay. Is that how it works? No, it's like you're snipping <laughs> the um, tube. Oh, fuck it, whatever. Um, <laughs> where kind of the, the number one. The, the easiest thing is wear a condom. You don't want to wear a condom, so you're going to get a vasectomy because you don't want to wear a condom. And then if you want to have kids on the road, you're going to go back and reverse that. I don't want anyone touching my nuts. That's like the last thing I would you want to You just don't have. like your balls being touched. I don't. I've been kicked in the nuts too many times from soccer. I'll cut them gently, John. I just... I, I mean, again, I think that you... If you want to go off birth control, do it. For me, the reason that I went off, which TMI, I just wanted John to finish him and he never would. He was so scared of getting me pregnant. I was like, why am I on birth control then? Like I'm taking these hormones for no reason. I would try to wrap my legs around him and he's like, no. So, um, yeah, I went off and I've, I've been off for years. So either we're barren, I'm barren. Or I'm John sterile. Is, one or the yeah, other. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> whatever, but, whatever happens, happens. But I think for you, the first conversation you guys actually need to have is, that's not the path you want to be on right now, but are you willing to take that chance? Right. So have that convo first. And then the next step is either he wears a condom or he gets the vasectomy, but bro. Or no. just pull out. I mean, you could track your ovulation and he pulls out like it's, it's worked. It's right. worked for lots of people that I know. If you're, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> be, I mean, people like to say though, that they're like pulling prairie doesn't work, but I'm like, Okay, but did you actually pull out? You know what right. I mean? But I don't want to start going on the road of like, if you're willing to do it, and then it's like going off of like abortion, not abortion, whatever your views are. Like you guys didn't have all these conversations. That has nothing to do with yes, it. Yes, it they does. Yeah, it does. Because if you're not willing to have a kid, right? She just said they, it's not like they can't handle a baby. It's just not the path they want to go are down. You not, you're not reading this question the way I'm hearing it. She, it's not the path they want to go down now, which is saying they don't want to have a baby now. Sure, they're financially able to have one, but like we are like, if it happens, it happens. We're more open to it. How I'm reading that question is they don't want to have a baby right now. The guy's willing to get a vasectomy and then down the road potentially reverse it if they want to have kids. Like that is a huge step. 
that's a huge step I in the way like if he doesn't want to have a kid. You are just like putting words in people's <laughs> mouths here, John. Like they never said anything about reversing. Like they just just let them live. Like <laughs> you're just like you're getting stressed about all these people's lives. I'm gonna say my ick right now, Alex. Right there, I'm. I'm my ick is gonna happen right now, just based off of what you just said. My ick for today that I was gonna say. <laughs> Was you saying I have anxiety anytime? Well, any what's sort of the word? No, no, like, no. If it's not stress, any, what is the word? Any time, like I was concerned, like, whatever. But like your main verb for me or adjective is stress, stress and anxiety. And like I'm like those are not the right but terms they, to but use. But they are. Like what is it? Because it's anger, a synonym, annoyance. But it is an. It's a synonym for. Anger? No, not Annoyance? anger, but like concerned, like overly concerned. <laughs> I just feel like. Of course, we're, we're reading people's questions. <laughs> no, we I have to act concerned. So, do you want me to sit here and be like, John, do whatever, do whatever the fuck you want? It is all encompassing, but like even no matter what's going on, like if you are, but like you, you are pick different adjectives. Stressed. I think like your vocabulary is so very limited it, in that like, realm. Why is it that that's a trigger word for you though? Stress. So it's would you a trigger, rather me say overwhelmed? Because you're not using it the right way. Okay, so then you're overwhelmed. How am I overwhelmed? <laughs> I'm discussing a question. Like, know what I am right now? Annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by your response. You're in, that would be like me being like, you're crazy. You hate when I call you crazy. But like, Just like it depends what it is. Like if you know what? That's why it's a triggering. Sense. It's a triggering word because you use it for any scenario and it's inaccurate. Well, you're a worrier. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Annoyed. I'm so annoyed right now. But like I say that sometimes too, and like that to annoys you even more. <laughs> I just like I can't communicate with you because no matter what I say, it's gonna trigger you. John, you know Guys, what? Guys, this is the last episode. You know I'll give it to me straight back. You know what I think would help? Say it with me. Therapy. Me time. John. Go I'm to the gonna, next question. You need to calm down. I'm gonna. I'm doing it right now. I don't think that's a healthy coping mechanism, but that's another conversation. <clears throat> All right. So I think, uh, in conclusion, if you want to do what we do, just pull out, pull and pray, and track your ovulation. Which I actually don't do that either. But. I just wish I could talk to this guy. Be like, listen, you're willing to do a vasectomy. What you about said down there? You would if we decided. Yes, I wouldn't reverse it. Not. I kind of want to know more about the procedure. Somebody should talk to us about that. I more think about you're the being procedure. a little puss. Is that a better word for you, John? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just would. I would be like, are you willing to reverse it down the road if you want to have kids? Do you want to go through? I think twice? like you think it's like so much of a bigger deal. It's not. It's not that invasive because I think you're awake for it, but. I just wouldn't want to like get it done twice. I'm so over you, honestly. Anything that you say is just annoying me now. <laughs> Agree to disagree. You need to work on your communication skills. What? You just like get too heated. Alex, this is a podcast where we have to be engaging, okay? Yeah, well, you, you gotta look at all the facts. No, I know, but it's you not just the woman. It it's not just you the woman. And you're like, you use the wrong words. Like, I am not responsible for what triggers you. That's all I'm going to say. You know, how no, you know how these conversations end is with Alex having the last word. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So you guys said you wanted more questions that are not about relationships. So here's one. I was in San Diego on a mini vacay with my boyfriend and we were at a club drinking and dancing. We were there until closing. When the lights go on, my boyfriend tells me he needs to go to the bathroom and to wait for him by the bar and not to move because I was pretty much shit faced and he didn't want me getting lost. So I'm standing there and this girl approaches me talking about how beautiful I am and how she's never seen such a beautiful girl. Now, let me tell you, I was eating that shit up. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't like a compliment, no matter who it's coming from? And I was shit faced. She then tells me if I would like to come with her. Right as she's trying to pull me away towards the exit, my boyfriend comes up and says, hey, that's my girlfriend. The girl then proceeds to laugh and walk away awkwardly. I'm convinced that I was about to be trafficked. What do you think? I don't know. I don't, I mean, I hope you weren't, maybe she just thought you were really hot and wanted to take you home. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy that we live in a world that someone now gives a compliment. The only thing that is sus about that is like her trying to pull you towards the exit. Um, it's the end of the night. She didn't get anyone during the, the whole time the bar was open. She's like, this is my last chance. I don't know. I just think that that's more on like, Again, like she could have just asked for her number. Like, why would she be trying to remove her from the situation there? It's just alarming. She probably knew she had a boyfriend and was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal her away. I don't know. I think that I would I would not um I would not be surprised if that was like a tactic. I don't know. You might be looking too much into it. You might not be. It's good to be aware of your surroundings. I was going to say, it's good to like now have a heightened awareness about that this could potentially be a thing. But the thing that is crazy, I don't know if like this comes up on your TikTok feed, but like my algorithm sometimes will show like different tactics that people use, like marking cars or saying that they need help. Like other women will use their like vulnerability as a way to try to entice other females. Because again, it's not like a guy complimenting me, like I'm not gonna go with a random guy, but like a girl I might feel more more safe with. And so I, I could see that being a tactic. Again, thankfully you're safe. Again, you probably are like, what, no, that's crazy. No. This is just so random, but it makes me think of what coyotes do with dogs. <gasps> right. Where the coyote like acts like a dog and he's like playful or whatever to like get the dogs. To trust him. And then the dog comes over and they just fucking maul that dog. Mm. So maybe. Yeah. But I just think that, again, now you could be more aware. It's a good thing that your boyfriend came over. I think that's a good thing about TikTok. It's good and bad where you're, like with your algorithm that just makes you so like so much like influx of news and what's going on in the world. And you can go down that rabbit hole, of like or just all these like knowledge and knowledge. Yeah. yeah. But you don't know what's real and what's not, you mm -hmm. know, you, you really don't, but always, <laughs> always be suspicious though. Like right. always be more suspicious. I would rather be, I, I, again, depending on the situation, I think like I'm generally a trusting person person, but like, I've listened to enough crime podcasts to know. Oh, that, yeah. Like, Always be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> Rattlesnake. Okay. If it was a person, I'd be more concerned about the person on the trail killing me than the rattlesnake. And honestly, based off of the numbers and statistics, the person probably would be more likely to kill me than the fucking that's, rattlesnake. That's true. Just saying. Just be careful. So be careful, everyone. Um, next question. Hi, guys. So I have a pet peeve about nasty restrooms. It was something I expressed 
It was something I expressed to my boyfriend prior to us moving in together. And I have to mention that I expressed this to him because he asked. I told him I have traumas with nasty restrooms from living with two disgusting brothers. So that him maintaining a restroom would be something he would have to do. Not asking him to clean it, just maintain it. He agreed with me. But we have now lived together for four years and he leaves the restroom disgusting. His hair is everywhere, pee on the floor and toilet and shit stains all over the toilet. I don't want to be the nagging girlfriend because he has expressed to me that's one of his pet peeves. So I am respecting that even though he is not respecting mine. But it's driving me crazy. How do I approach this without him getting upset or feeling like I'm nagging him? I want to know what the traumas are. I mean, living with two brothers, like just <laughs> you have PTSD of like their nastiness. Oh, God. Probably Jellyf- whatever it was jellyfish. that you said. Yeah. Waffle stomp. <laughs> Waffle stomp. <laughs> Waffle stomp of shit in the shower. Um... Uh, what, what's this just, your advice? This just goes back to like anything, their environment, how they grew up. I think no, that's no, like, no, no. But what is it like? Where bullshit. they like you are an adult. Don't fucking leave your your girlfriend is not your maid. Do not leave. This is like any anything though, where it's like one partner is not contributing, know, being, contributing or being considerate of of like how you feel or you know delegating tasks and shit like that. It's the same thing as anything else. Like you have to have the conversation, whether he thinks you're going to nag or not, you haven't, you could say in a way that you're not nagging, bring awareness to it. And again, if he doesn't help you, it's annoying that just basic. You shouldn't have to. Right. I get that. No, but it's annoying that just basic communication about the things that you need in a relationship can come across as nagging. Like the fact that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a, as a human with, general hygiene like just and there's there's a line between again like not you know bleaching your shower weekly and shit stains on the toilet like right i just feel like there's a a, a line again about respect it's respect be considerate like you guys are a team and i just clean up after yourself you're a fucking adult so how is she supposed to approach him and bring this up without him feeling like it's fucking nagging how she should say it yeah okay ready setting the scene oh god here we go setting the scene you walk in you see billy's toilet it's covered in pubes and poop <laughs> he's in he's he's in the other room playing call of duty the best game in the world and you're like okay you're angry you're angry and you're like i'm going to i'm going to rip him a new one but you're like wait i'm going to respect his view of not nagging. So how can I say it in a way that's going to get into his brain where he doesn't take it negatively, but he actually thinks about how I feel about it. You ready? So you're going to walk over to him and you're going to slap the fuck out of him in the face, but clean your shit out of the toilet. That's domestic violence. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I wouldn't recommend listening to John at all. No, I, you got to say it in a way where it's not nagging. I don't know what nagging really is. But that's what I'm saying. That's what's fucking annoying Just about this. Just say it as it's an like, adult. But like, hey, listen, remember when we talked about you know how I feel about the bathroom I would appreciate it if you just cleaned after yourself but bring it back to respect and just be like I feel like you're not respecting the bring things. it back to you saying would, are you gonna clean the shit my shit out of the toilet how <laughs> would you feel if I left women pubes all over the toilet and maybe because it's not like it's not even like he's doing the bare minimum too I was gonna say like maybe if he's not cleaning it as well as you would clean it you know what I mean like that's where put a little effort in right right just put a little bit of effort in um I think Maybe again. How would you have her say it? 
I mean, to you, I would say, John, I'm not your fucking maid. Clean up after yourself. Not, not me. Not to me. But you mean to like someone else? Yeah. <laughs> oh, someone like who? <laughs> I wouldn't someone want to that you that. respect. <laughs> someone who, if I said that to you, because you, you would say the same, you would say that the same way to me. Yeah, so we're terrible I, people. Yeah, we're just terrible. But um, uh, how would you say it in a way that doesn't sound nagging? What would you say would be an adult way of saying it? I would say we've had this conversation before about cleaning cleaning the bathroom or keeping it, maintaining it again, because she's talking about doing the deep clean. Would would it kill you? No, that's that's probably not. So the you don't way, even know how to it, do it. No, no, no. Yes, I do. Mine was the best way. <laughs> Mine hey, was the best way. No. The, the slap one was the best. Number no, two no, no, is, no, no, no. hey- do you mind cleaning up after yourself? Like, so I don't have to sit in your pubes. I'd appreciate it. Thanks. I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Boom. Keep, don't, don't do some whole long drawn out thing of like, you did this back in April 19th, this, 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 like just, no, listen I off, don't like, think you have to bring it short and brief. Hey, clean up, please clean up the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. I just think like I, in the moment, I noticed that you left your shit stains. Can you clean that up? Like straight to the point. That's not nagging. That's it. Moving on. I but I guess like when you think of the things that couples banter in relationships, like it, we are all just like big children, you know, it's just, it boils down to communication and just like respecting your partner and just doing, being a good teammate It's being a good teammate. I just think not cleaning up after yourself is a very childish thing. Right. Not being aware of your partner and what they do for you is a very self-centered childish thing. Like be an adult, be a fucking an adult, be a fucking adult and just be a teammate. And next question. Next question. I love your podcast and look forward to listening to it every week. You guys are hilarious and I tune in anytime I'm walking, cooking, etc. Thanks for all the laughs. Anywho, I'm hoping you can help me with some advice. I'm a 35 year old and have been with my husband now for eight years, married for four. We've been trying to conceive for the last year with no luck, but have tried to remain patient and not get discouraged. I was always 50 50 on having children, but my husband was 100% devoted to starting a family from the very beginning. So we worked through this before getting serious and agreed it's what we both eventually wanted. I always have been strategic in everything I do, including getting married, settling down, etc. Full disclosure, I'm type A and it could feel like a crutch at some times. Meanwhile, my younger sister, eight years difference, is the opposite. She's type B, flies by the seat of her pants, and although she's has grown into a planner, she doesn't always think of things, she doesn't always think things through. She met a guy in late 2019, early 2020, married him by the May married him by May of 2021 and just recently announced she was pregnant. She is aware that we've been trying to conceive for over a year and it's definitely been an awkward subject to approach. My stepmom recommended at one point for us to sit down, talk to each other and figure out how to communicate so we both felt heard. Yep, communication, except she she wrote it as a song. <laughs> communication. I reached out to my sister to schedule getting together for dinner and within an hour of that text exchange, her news was out. I knew she and her husband had had planned to start trying in March of this year, but I guess I didn't realize it would happen so fast. Although I'm happy for her, I'd be lying if I didn't admit I was feeling envious, but a sad envy if that makes sense. The biggest hardship I've had with receiving the news is that she announced it in a group text with all of my siblings and their partners. So when I opened it, 
and saw a picture of her positive pregnancy test with a caption that read, we have exciting news, I instantly felt sick to my stomach. I don't want to make this beautiful time in their lives about me, but I felt hurt that she announced this in such a way, especially considering my entire family knows we've struggled. My sister is incredibly is incredibly kind, and I know she would never be intentionally hurtful. From what I've gathered, her reasoning behind telling us all in this way was so that not one sibling would be hurt if they found out first before the other sibling, etc. My question is, am I terrible for not feeling overjoyed about her news and being angry slash hurt with how she went about telling us? Or am I being selfish? She tried to call me once she found out through the family grapevine that I was hurt, and although I didn't feel like picking up the phone, we exchanged a few texts. I feel guilty, but I'm still not ready to talk to her. So give it to me straight. Am I a monster who can't get over my own crap and being and be happy for my sister? Or am I validated in feeling this way? Thanks for listening. I know this one was a long one. You can't help how you feel. I mean, whether, and then the fact that you are already expressing and talking about this is a good thing. You know, um, I think you need to get over it, the pettiness of it, because it's your sister. She didn't do this maliciously. Mm, I mean, I agree with you. You that think she did this maliciously? No, 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 no. I don't think she did it maliciously. I'm saying that you're allowed to feel multiple feelings at the same time. You're allowed to feel hurt, but you're also allowed to feel happy for your sister. Like you are entitled and validated to feel hurt because your sister knew that you were struggling. <laughs> so I, she has to put her life on pause because- I never said pause. I said the way that like, the, to tell her via text message, if one of even my best friends, let alone family member was struggling, like you have to know that sharing that information is going to be a trigger. And again, not that she has to be concerned about everyone in the world so she, okay, being triggered. I guess, I guess she should have maybe- talk to her first to let her know, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm going to send out this message, which I don't think she had to. But like her reason, like I want everyone to know at the same time, like, dude, it's like one of the happiest times in her life. She shouldn't have to feel any sort of way. Let me finish. Maybe a little courtesy to her sister saying like, I know it's a tough time for you. I just want to let you know we're having a baby. Like I, this might be tough for you. Whatever. I don't know. Something. So she got the news first. So she didn't get caught off guard. But at the same time, like, you have the right to feel the way you do. Do not express any of that to her because that has nothing to do with her. I I mean, again, I just think, I don't think it would be the worst thing to let her know that, yeah, that's why you're hurt. She already heard it through the grapevine that that's why I think you're allowed to feel hurt. Your sister- Yes, allowed to feel hurt. So you're saying- Her sister already knows that she's hurt, like because of like through the family grapevine. So I think, again, like you take your time to just like there's nothing that's going to change the fact of how your sister announced it, which is fine again. And this isn't taking away from like her happy moment. I just think that her sister could have, should have, would have you know, had a conversation with her beforehand because- We're saying it, the same thing. No, We're no, literally no. saying the same thing. I know, but what I'm saying is like, now that her sister knows that the way that she announced it was hurtful to her, I think you can explain that to her and let her know, yeah, well, I was pick up the phone then I because she called her and she didn't pick up the phone. So now she's doing some petty text back okay, and forth. yes. You're not listening to, like, li- we're saying the same thing. <laughs> we're literally saying the same fucking thing. You are valid in your feelings. And- you're valid in your feelings. I don't think you should express to her how you 
it upsets you or anything though, because it's not the time or place. Like this is an important time in your sister's life. And like to take that away from her, that's very selfish of you. Like it's not her fault that you can't have kids. Like that's, that's straight facts. That's straight facts. Sister should have said, potentially said something to you first, like be aware of your feelings on everything, but like, that's it. So you're saying, what are you saying differently than what I just said? No, I'm, so basically, you're no, not no, being no. an active listener no, no, and listening to what I'm saying. Listener. You're saying that she should bury her emotions now and, and let the, her sister have this fabulous time. She's going to. But I think like now that There's her sister already place. knows. No. Now her sister already knows that like her feelings were hurt. So it does have to be addressed. And I would just say, hey, I'm super happy for you. I wish that you would have approached me prior to me just me finding out after having struggled for a year and you knowing that we were struggling. If her sister had no clue that they were even trying and struggling, yeah. it'd be different story because again you 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 can't control other people like they're not supposed to like dance around the things that are going to trigger you but i think it would have been a little bit courteous to give me that information ahead of time to kind of prepare me because even in groups of friends like i've heard groups of friends do this too like when you announce it to your friends if you know that one of your friends is struggling like and you know that if you have no clue you're just ignorant and you have no that's fine they can't be mad at you but I think that it'd be really courteous to pull that friend aside and just be like, hey, I love you. I don't want this to upset you. I am pregnant. You know, I just think it's courteous. And again, you might disagree and other people might disagree. <laughs> our, our active listening communication no, is so John, often. We're John, saying John, the same thing. You're saying that she shouldn't discuss this anymore. That it no, shouldn't even be a conversation. No. I don't know what she's going to say. I'm talking about the sister calling her. She should answer the phone call and discussed with her. But she's uh, not ready yet. She's that. hurt. No, you did say that like she should stop being petty and answer her her sister's phone call. But yeah. you're saying that she shouldn't discuss how well, she's hurt. You're gonna you're gonna respond with how you feel when it's your sister if your sister did message you first before the group. Like you can have that discussion. I guess you bring it up how you feel. Like I wouldn't just do that unless that line of communication was opened by your sister. I wouldn't just go out and just say something to her. Like, right. I'd wait for your sister to like say something to you. But I think there's a time and a place right now if this just happened and, and this is like this happy moment for her, let it settle a little bit and then discuss it with her. I just don't think this is the right time. Yeah, I think. Okay, so we're agreeing. Then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know we're agreeing. Wow. We talk about communication. Are we? Are we? No, because we're I still off sometimes, think, you know. No, but I still think like you weren't really hearing what I was saying. Like, about, I was. Well, I kept saying like we were saying the same thing. But then I, know, but then I think you, you heard me you say that. You weren't saying the same thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do think that you are valid to feel the way that you're feeling, but don't. Please don't do conclusion. But no, I said, am doing a conclusion because I don't think that this should consume you. Like, at the end of the day, this is you. It would be selfish if you let this take over for your sister. Again, you could feel multiple things at the same time, but I don't think that this should overpower the excitement for her as well. Like, let her, let her enjoy this. But you are also allowed to feel slighted. But once you have that conversation, forgive, and if you want to, <laughs> what we're not going to tell you what to do. That's just our take that we agree <laughs> next, on next question last question that's it that's, that's it. it we're done we're you already done told me your ick so now i get to tell you my ick i don't remember 
I was going to write it down and I forgot to write it down. I don't have an ick, but I want to bring up something. The fact that I can't even remember what the ick was, though. I'm you sure, you, I'm sure you'll find it. it. It's kind of crazy. I never have, nothing ever um, persuades me into buying something. And like last night scrolling on TikTok, I saw this like fitness guy who's doing keto and he's like, I eat two cans of sardines every morning. And I was like, I don't know why that resonated with me so much. Like, I'm going to go on Amazon and buy sardines and maybe that's don't just what I'll have. Me. Omega. And Did you do that? No, but oh, I'm thinking God. about doing it. No, I'm like, why? What? Well, I, I thought about it last night and then today I was like, why the fuck would I do that? You're getting influenced. I think it's because I was hungry and then this morning, like my morning breath, I was like, this would taste terrible in my mouth right now. Ew. I don't. It's, it's weird. I'd never been swayed to do anything before. Where, what kind of fish is a sardine? A or little, a little one is a sardine just like a, a sardine because of like, Maybe it's like, you know a like a pickle is a pickle because it's pickled like it's a cucumber that is pickled but like is a sardine only a sardine because it's like salty like in brine yeah like is it any type of little fish or is a sardine a i wish a anchovies were good for you i'll slam thousand anchovies oh wait what's the difference anchovies are the really salty like brown ones that you put on pizza that's my favorite pizza anchovy pizza that's disgusting but anchovies or sardines are like the actual fish so they are the same thing no the actual fish is a sardine the anchovies like little strips salted strips of fish it's <laughs> magnifique okay you do your ick first okay my ick is that you know that I'm cold every night and you won't warm me up. Oh, wait, that's not my only ick. My other ick is number one, you won't warm me up and I'm freezing and you're like, oh, put your hands up under my butt, don't touch me. Like, Why are you going skin on skin? Like put it under so my, my butt's warm, put it like under like- I know, but like, I know my hands my shorts. will get warmer. If no, I just, well, like, my ass is like a jet engine. That's just Shooting heat out. Well, I just like don't know what, what sewage is creeping out under there. Take the but risk. no, my other ick, and this isn't an original thought. I saw it as like a meme. It's any time that I'm, you know, trying to have my me time or listen to a podcast, read a book, you somehow know, you, and you never want to talk to me, but somehow whenever I'm in the middle of reading or watching something or listening to something, you're like, now's the time that I want to I talk got to a Alex. question. Why? I don't know. I'm doing something and I, I need you to answer. It's Every, a question. But it's it's never when I'm ready to talk to you. Alex, you're also you're listening like, to your podcast for two hours getting ready. Like, uh, God forbid, I got to ask you something in the no, no, two no, hours. No, no, it's not even that. It's literally if I'm just like sitting down, like chapter one. You're like, Alex, oh my God, Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. All right. What else did you want to address? You already said my. It's kind of funny me. that like we talk about a lot of stuff at night. Like pillow talk, yeah. you mean? We're on like night 15 of Alex having the zoomies at night, but it's not an ick, but I just, we've been having like morbid talk lately. So I wrote this down like a couple of days ago and it was like, Alex, uh, Alex saying sad shit to me at night. Oh. And then you said something like, John, what would you say to me at my funeral? And then John, if I was on my deathbed, my last words to you would, would be to find happiness. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Were we in bed when you said that? Or like, I don't remember. We just just say like, why are we saying no, sad you shit know to what? each other? You know what? It was yesterday when I said <laughs> something about um, 
you dying. I was like, man, John, just like don't die. And you go, as long as you were taken care of. And That's all I care about. That I did my job. That got me. I was like, I'm sure I don't care. As long as you're, as long as no, you're taking care of, I don't not, care. But we can't have these conversations because I do believe that like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like, okay, because you said, said it now, now you're going to die. <laughs> so no, we're not fulfilled until we're old. You know what? If we, if I make it past 40, we'll know if that's real or not. So John, in five oh, years. Oh my gosh. We're talking about 40. It's not going to happen. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, you're going to, we're going to. Die, die like together. the notebook. Yep. I love that movie. I'm going to lose my mind and you're going to have to be like, Alex. <laughs> if anyone's going to lose their mind, <laughs> it's me. And it's you're me. Gonna, you're I'm so to, concerned by like, my dad. My dad, like, I don't know what's happening, but lately I've had to have the same conversation with him like multiple times. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be just like him when I'm older. <laughs> no, but you can't because you're going to have to read me a story and then you're going <laughs> to... You're going to have to put, you should start popcorn practicing read. now. You'll popcorn read with my aides. <laughs> with your what? Like my, my oh, aides. Nursing my aids. nursing aides. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know what you were saying. Anyways, anyway, guys. Anyways. Oh, wait. You want to read a review? Oh, yeah. Okay, ready? ready? Here's a review from Big, Big, oh, Big Boss Sox fan. Big Boss and Sox fan. Got it. Okay. Make me laugh about nonsense. Y'all are hilarious and say the things that I'm thinking out loud to the ridiculous questions you get asked. I appreciate your honest bickering. Never change. Thank you. Thank you. We should read the bad ones, not the good ones. What? No, John, because I don't want people to leave bad reviews. We're only reading oh, wait, the good no. reviews. That's right. Good idea. You Just leave asshole. good reviews. We're not going to leave. We're Just not like, going to no, read the bad ones. I have a genius idea. <laughs> we'll never read the bad ones. Thank you. Such a good only point. Five stars. On that note, guys, thank you, thank so, you much. so much for tuning in. You can find us at Give It To Me Straight Podcast pretty much everywhere. And you can reach us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. And we will see you next week. Like, subscribe, email, review. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Wait, we have to say bye together. I say ciao, ciao. And then we say right, three, right. two, one. Ciao, ciao. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>